0: I'm Aaron Gallo. I'm Marty Hogan.
1: And I'm Eric Curry.
0: And we're from the Starfleet Escape podcast, and you're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out FourEyedRadio.com.
1: Hey there, Eric here from Socially Awkward Studios, and this Four-Eyed Radio presentation is being proudly brought to you by Raven Designs illustration and design that fit your personality for samples and inquiries visit ravencruise.com today on ranger command power hour welcome
2: to the ranger command power <laughs> Hour, destroyer of dreams
1: hey, 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 hey it's the ranger command power hour Today on the Power Hour, Episode 22, Ranger Command Post-Power Morphicon Wrap-Up, Part 3. Recorded on September 15th, 2014. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to ranger up with your host, I'm Eric, also known as b 47 This episode is brought to you by Raven Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit ravencruise.com. Hello, Ranger Nation. Today I have five guests with me of Ranger Nation that were all at Power Morphicon, and four fifths of them are in the Power Force and do podcasty things. So I'm going to go down the list. First, we have Brian, aka Shuken Shinobi, from the Riders, Rangers, and Rambles podcast, or as I like to call it, the RRR podcast. That's what we call it,
0: too. <laughs>
1: Hi, Brian. How are you doing?
0: Pretty good. Thank you.
1: Next, we have Batgirl at the second Batgirl on Twitter and Pocky at Pocky Squirrel on Twitter from the Toku Ladies Podcast, which is at Toku Ladies underscore pod on Twitter. Welcome, ladies.
3: Hi. Good to be here.
1: Good to have you here. Next, we have Jake, also known as at Database Ranger on Twitter. He is part of Database Ranger's Power Reviews on YouTube, and he's done some great parody themes for us in the past. Greetings,
2: Ranger fans. Yes. How are you guys
1: doing? Good, good. Glad to have you on. And finally, we have James at... PR underscore media underscore info the Power Rangers media info Twitter blog and YouTube channel James welcome to the podcast
4: Hi, good to be here
1: good to have you here so before we get started with our Power Morphicon wrap up we're gonna dive a little bit into the news first the newest wave of Power Ranger Super Megaforce figures are making their way to Walgreens, of all places. And very slowly, Toys R Us, and I think they're already on Toy Whiz. These waves include highly sought-after figures like the Zeo Gold Ranger, Titanium Ranger, Quantum Ranger, SPD Omega Ranger, and more. Have you guys had any luck finding these?
3: No. I did, yes. I was doing some traveling over the weekend and ended up going to three different Walgreens in three completely different cities. <laughs> only one of them had the toys. Uh, I did end up finding an In-Space Red and an Omega Ranger.
0: Very nice. Anyone else? <laughs> I found Super Samurai Red. That is the only one I found. The figure they had with that one was Megaforce Red, so i was excited to get that one.
1: That is exactly my same story. I found <laughs> the exact same combination. It was
0: I stole your story. <laughs> you stole my story, Brian. <laughs> that was it. I hit up five or six different Walgreens that are oh. really close to me, and that was the only one I had luck with. All the other ones didn't have anything.
1: I have three locally, all within maybe a mile and a half to two miles. Only one I found was the Super Samurai Red. I actually printed out, like, a map today on Google Maps with all the Walgreens within, like, a 10-mile radius.
5: See, hockey and- has been to visit me, so she knows that I don't exactly live in the most central of locations. <laughs> yeah, there's one Walgreens, and oh. we had the 12-inch red, but that
3: thing's really ugly,
5: and I don't <laughs> want it.
3: If there's one thing that I've learned from this entire experience, it's how many Walgreens there are. I never realized how many Walgreens there were in the world until I heard people going to 8, 10, 12 different Walgreens trying to find these toys. I only know how many there are because it was a trivia question
5: a couple of months ago, and my trivia team likes to win and have really nerdy
2: team names, so. Where were you competing in trivia that the number of local Walgreens came
5: up? Uh, It was like the halftime question, it was put, like, name the top five drugstores or something.
1: I can only name two, Walgreens and CVS. Oh, don't Ride
5: ask
1: a. me what
2: the other ones were.
5: I
1: think <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Rite Aid. a Oh, Rite Aid. There you go. Yeah. I don't think I have those here in Chicago. That's weird. Thankfully, I'm in the Chicago suburbs. Walgreens are almost like Starbucks. They're on every corner. It's just I don't have the time to, like, drive to all of them. So, I don't know. I'm going to yeah. make some time this weekend.
5: Yeah, we have one Starbucks.
1: Starbucks. Oh, that's a bad analogy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The last time that I tried going outside, I was attacked by a superpowered transdimensional secret agent. So I don't like to go outside very often.
1: That would be a very big problem. (laughs) Hopefully people out there can find them and complete your collection. And it sucks because they made all of the best sixth Rangers in this hard to find wave.
2: Nice grouping there.
1: Yeah.
5: I wasn't aware that there was a Lauren figure. Mm. Uh, neither was I until literally just now.
1: <laughs> Wait, there's a Lauren figure?
5: You said the best six.
1: Oh. <laughs> um, count as a six?
5: Hey, okay, <laughs> she showed up at the end. She's both a red and an extra. If Quantum okay. can be an extra ranger and a red, so can
3: she.
1: You've that, broken
3: my one. dreams. I'm so sad now, because I had my hopes up that there would be a Lauren figure, and now my dreams are broken.
0: I'm oh, sorry. I have to
2: contract cable to make one. Welcome well... Th- to the Ranger Command Power Hour, destroyer <laughs> of dreams.
1: I try not to do that every other week, but... <laughs> Uh next in our news, this is very exciting, but the Dino Charge cast is now fully in New Zealand. They are doing their ranger training. Filming should begin in October, but their social media accounts, they're even documenting behind the scenes stuff. Like even way more than Super Mega Force or Megaforce. All of them are on Instagram and They have all their Facebook pages, and it's amazing because now we get to share their excitement for making the show. They just seem like an amazing cast, just made up of a fun group of people. I'm really excited for this new season. How about you guys?
2: I'm getting there. I usually don't get too hyped up over new cast photos just because I don't know what they're going to be like until I see them in the show. Yeah. They're starting to win me over with all these acrobatic stunts that uh, Brendan and Yoshi are pulling off in all these photos.
5: As far as I can tell, Brendan and Yoshi are just going to continue to post shirtless selfies of themselves.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, that's really that's the behind the scenes experience that Yoshi's <laughs> posting all over his Twitter is the fact that he just doesn't wear shirts ever. <laughs>
2: Also, it likes to be a human flagpole. They do the human flag trick with flagpoles and like to stand on each other's shoulders and things, possibly at the same time. I don't know.
1: James Davies and, um, oh, who's green? Uh, They
3: climb on objects. They climb on each other.
2: Michael Tabor?
1: Yeah, Michael Tabor. They posted a video announcing their new Facebook pages, and then Brennan was, like, in the background all shirtless. He's like, woo! (laughs) What? This is the most shirtless cast of all time.
2: That is true. That is- <laughs> and it hasn't even started yet. Hey. Hell, an acrobat for a Red Ranger is kind of cool.
5: Well, you know, Yoshi cosplayed as Nightwing, who is an acrobat, so the two of them should just get together. And-
1: <laughs> I like the fact that they are getting these actors that are also stunt people. You know, they're very athletic. I don't know. I'm excited for that aspect because I think the action scenes are going to be great in Dino Charge.
3: Yeah, I'm really hoping for some more unmorphed combat and get these guys to have a chance to show their skills. That's one thing
1: I'm very excited about because we're starting to see more unmorphed fights in Super Mega Force. But when we have actual people that are stunt people and acrobats, it's just going to bring the level of the unmorphed fights to a new level, I think. Yeah, yeah.
4: absolutely.
3: Hopefully,
1: so. hopefully, yeah, old school style, like Mighty Morphin old school.
3: Yeah. The kind of fight scenes that are both fights and shenanigans. Yes. <laughs>
1: We kind of saw a little bit of that in RPM. I think my favorite RPM fight was when Ziggy and Scott were in the playground.
0: That was fantastic.
2: Mm-hmm. Baby carriage is the most deadly weapon. <laughs> <laughs> now, whether it's most deadly for the people that you're fighting, probably most deadly for the baby.
1: Yeah, I felt bad for that fake baby. That's,
3: you know, they had a
1: stroller our... on
3: a recent episode of Super Megaforce, and they didn't use it as a weapon. I think that's a missed opportunity. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, we saw in the Ninja Encounter back in Mighty Morphin, like, you see a baby carriage coming, you get out of the way.
1: <laughs> you know what? I want there to be enough baby carriages in Power Rangers where I can have, like, a top ten baby carriages in Power Rangers episode.
5: Isn't there one in a Zeo episode where Kat and Tommy have to take care of a baby and it keeps crying?
2: Yeah, with Boohoo the Clown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that one.
2: So that's Uh, four. uh, Don't don't Ah, forget about Silence is Golden. Silence is Golden. Yes. That was why she screamed as opposed to say, I don't know, running up the stairs. Screaming was necessary.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. With the Psycho Rangers and they were searching for her vocal pattern or whatever. Well, we've almost got a top five baby carriage episode. I think we do, yeah. That's a future episode. (laughs) Um, But now what we're all here for is to talk about our Power Morphicon experiences. I've probably talked mine way more than anyone else. So now we're going to talk about our PMC overall convention experiences. I'm just going to go down the line, your overall impressions of the convention. And first we'll start with the ladies from Toku Ladies.
5: Well, I guess I'll go first. This was my third one, and it took a level in awesome. I mean, it still has some of the problems that it's had every time. The schedule is disorganized. Mm -hmm. No one seems to know what's going on with the lines, and especially the autograph lines. But the amount of guests they had this time was amazing. The panels were overall great, except for minor things. The pricing structure is still completely out of hand, and they need to do something about that. But it was great. The cosplay got so much better. The amount of guests they had was incredible. I had a really, really good time this year. I didn't end up in nearly as bad as a mood as I did after PMC3.
1: <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> you don't want to leave angry. How about you, Pocky? Well. Hello. Speechless. <laughs> it was so amazing. She's silent. Words.
2: <laughs> Not describe it I think that's <laughs> the highest praise that we can give <laughs> it was that amazing <laughs> that was pretty amazing
3: what just happened my sound went out for a second
1: yeah I don't know <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was due to the awesomeness of your experience, apparently.
3: Apparently. So I actually wasn't at PMC 3. I was able to go to PMC 2 four years ago, but I missed the next one. And I think that the difference in between PMC 2 and PMC 4 was just even more astronomical than the one between two years ago and now. This con got so much larger and so much more epic there were multiple points over the weekend where batgirl and i were just looking at each other going is this real are we really here right now is this is this happening is this real life oh yeah
1: i felt the same way i was like there were times where i was like am i here right now can someone pinch me any day that starts
5: with breakfast with the super Mega Force cast and ends with drinking with goldar like what even
1: total win (laughs) lots and
0: lots of win
1: oh yeah there's epic win brian how about you
0: it was amazing. I went to PMC 3 two years ago. <laughs> like Pocky was just saying, jump from 2 to 4. I can't imagine how that was. Since the jump from 3 to 4 was, I think, really big, you went from slightly larger panel room size hall to what we had at PMC 4. It's a huge, slightly overwhelming jump, but it was absolutely amazing. Just the fact that this convention has grown so far from PMC 1 to PMC 4, it's just really amazing, I think.
2: Agreed. How about you, Jake? It was good times. It was a little hectic on my end because I was on staff and then I was also largely focused on promoting power reviews as well. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely, I've been slowly shifting from the there solely for enjoyment to kind of more of the behind the scenes stuff over the past four years. This was my fourth one. I've, I've been at all of them.
1: That's amazing. Um, so you've, you've seen the whole evolution.
2: Yes, I have. I was fortunate enough to have been spending a summer in LA during the first Power Morphicon. It was just kind of a given that I would attend because I was already out there.
1: <laughs> right.
2: And I've made an effort to be out there every time since. It filled me with a joy, possibly surpassing that of Disneyland and Disney World and Universal Studios put together at times. I make it a priority. At the first one, I won the trivia contest, right? which apparently no one was supposed to win. As I've been <laughs> the prize was whoever won would be able to run it in the future. It was apparently rigged so that no one was supposed to be able to win.
1: <laughs> Little Chris did Rennero. they know.
2: Chris Fanero wasn't planning on giving up the trivia contest. He, he's <laughs> but I correctly was able to guess how many aw oh, man Tommy said in white light. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here we are. That's very obscure and specific. <laughs> And then, James, how about your overall impressions?
4: It was amazing because it was the first time I've ever been to one of these before. Any convention at all just had a really great time just meeting all the actors and panels and getting a lot of cool stuff there.
1: So now we're going to dive into our perspectives. I'm going to ask each of you a few specific questions related to your overall experiences, and feel free to talk about it, and we'll go from there. So first, going down the line again, we'll start with the Toku Ladies. Between PMC3 and PMC4, obviously the Toku Ladies podcast was born this year. So from a podcasting perspective, did you guys do interviews? What was your experience on the podcasting side?
5: We tried to do one interview, but we're still low tech at this point, And my phone basically completely died in the middle of it. So I lost the Bandai interview. But mostly we spent our time giving out cards, trying mm. to get interviews, some of which we've set up, which is really exciting. Stay tuned for that. And mostly just live tweeting every single panel we went to. Uh, I mean, part of the reason I go to this con is to see friends who I don't get to see very often because we're scattered all over a couple of countries at this point. So between like trying to run and get autographs and continue my autographed purse of ridiculousness... (laughs) Which by the way, I'm up to like seventy autographs on that thing
1: yeah, you started uh, you showed me at the Power Force breakfast you had to start having them sign inside the purse
5: <laughs> yeah it's it a little crazy, so mostly we were live tweeting as many panels for next one we're planning to actually get to do some interviews there, but we've got two years to let our wallets recover and <laughs> recording equipment instead of just trying to use my iPhone
1: for me, it was a little bit similar. I actually had a microphone but I only used it one time. It was because the convention was so crazy. There was somewhere to be or someone to talk to all the time and to juggle autographs and recording equipment. It was pretty crazy. So I pretty much did what you guys did and did the networking thing and passing out cards and trying to get maybe promises of future interviews. But yeah.
5: I do love our cards, though. They're so pretty in
1: pink. I didn't get one.
5: I thought I gave you one.
1: Well, then it may be in my pile
2: somewhere. <laughs> I, I, I believe I got one. It, it was definitely very pink.
3: Is it's this huge. emblematic of just how much stuff was going on? Yes.
1: at this Yes. <laughs> there was so much stuff that we don't even know where we were at any given point.
5: I had to go look back at our Twitter stream and go, okay, which was I at that panel or was
3: Pocky at that panel? I one could, of us was doing that. sort out which panels I was at. <laughs>
1: (laughs) Speaking of panels, I think out of everyone I knew that was at the convention, you had the most panel coverage out of everyone, which was amazing. Like the live tweeting, everything. That was a great service to people who could not attend or if the panel was not part of Shout Factory's live stream. So I have to ask each of you, what was your favorite panel and what was your favorite moment during any one of those panels?
3: Yeah, sure. Like I said, I really had to think about this because <laughs> I went to so many of them that I could not keep track of which panels I had actually gone to. There was one panel that was just a really kind of random selection of Disney seasons, Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder, Jungle Fury, and Mystic SPD. Force. SPD wasn't represented at that one. But it was just like these this random set of Rangers from those four seasons. And it was fantastic. Just the questions from the audience that they were getting just really a level of dialogue between the audience and the actors that you don't usually see, you know, you get a lot of the same repetitive questions over and over again. And there wasn't a lot of that. It was great to be at, and it was great to live tweet it.
1: And then did you have a favorite particular moment from any one of these panels?
3: Oh my gosh, I am such a (laughs) sap. time for its marriage proposal. End of story. Was anyone else there for the marriage proposal?
1: I was not. I'm kicking myself for missing it because I know Brandon. I know Omega Ranger Red, who was the one who proposed. And I only found out about it when I went to the VIP party Friday night thing. That's the only time I found out about it. So I'm actually kicking myself that I missed that because I would have loved to watch that.
3: Once I realized so- what was going on, I think I actually squeed. You did. <laughs> I was sitting right next to you. You did. It was so weird, though, because we were like, why are they doing
5: this little skit? What's going on? And then Jason Font was like, and you need a prop. And then suddenly there's a ring. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I like the pretty and powerful panels. I'm sure you're mm-hmm. shocked. But I think actually my favorite overall is always the Unsung Heroes one, which Usually has random rangers from a couple of seasons and also usually has Royce Heron on it. And I love her. That was a great panel. That was a really great panel. And I'm going to blank on his real name. From Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad just decided to run the panel because there was no moderator. And that was hilarious. (laughs) Troy Slayton. Troy Slayton. Oh, cool. And he's just like, yeah, I'm going to run the panel now and ask you these (laughs) questions and you these questions and then everyone else can because no one else is here for some reason. But it was just delightful and Ari Boyland is great and everyone at that panel was so great. And, of course, the Pretty and Powerful one. Favorite moment? Okay, it's actually an answer from... If we have to go for best answer to anything, I'm sorry, David, your answer to what's the best exercise later in life when he just sat there and deadpanned a lot of sex.
3: <laughs> I was not at that panel. I am kicking myself so hard for missing that panel.
1: Wow. <laughs> Well, now I'm going to open up that question to everyone else. What were your guys' favorite panels and moments, if you went to any panels?
0: I did nothing at all. I went to no panels, no. <laughs> uh, I didn't go to that many because I was just so yeah. busy. The funniest moment for me, I think, had to have been the first Austin St. John and
1: yes, Utah, Utah. Utah's
0: <laughs> panel. And <laughs> they were asked the obligatory, do the morph. So they they had legacy morphers, and they tried to do it, and they, like, dropped them, and then the coins popped out and everything. And it happened to both of them. And and it was hysterical.
1: I was there for that one. That was fantastic. (laughs) It was so great. That is on Austin St. John's YouTube page, and it's
0: hilarious. Yeah, everyone should go see that because it was really funny. I'm sorry I missed that
5: one. We went to Lightspeed Rescue instead.
1: Although, I heard that was a great panel, too. Uh, it was. There's so many panels. It's
5: so <laughs> hard to choose.
1: Uh, it was yeah, very hard to choose. We were
5: sitting there like trying to decide, but we had to go to that one because we really like Captain Awesome. And yes. And getting to see him having to apologize because apparently the rest of the cast, I don't know if this one was recorded or not. But <laughs> two years ago, he was like, my cast sucks. They won't come to these things. So that's why they all showed up. <laughs> for, ta- for saying that they
1: suck James how about you what was your favorite panel let's
4: see probably the forever red panel on Sunday since Utah was hilarious with his one line answers <laughs> like, one question was what's your favorite food he said dino buckler and started chomping on his legacy morpher <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yuta's an amazing person.
2: <laughs> he is great. He's hilarious.
4: True. Very nice
2: guy.
1: And how about you, Jake? Did you have a favorite panel or moment?
2: There's a stupid uh, <laughs> panel that somebody did called Database Rangers Power Reviews Live.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know why it
2: go to that it was fun having our own panel a lot of fun but it was good to see the forever red panel i saw on the last day that was one of the last panels i went to go see i really enjoyed talking to a lot of the writers i definitely made sure to at least sit in for as much of those as i could unfortunately i was doing guest wrangling so i basically had to pop out at the beginning and end of any panel that i was sitting in on to make sure the next one would have all the people Love seeing the new cast. It was a great thing at mm-hmm. PMC 3. It was enjoyable to see it at PMC 4 as well. It was interesting learning things from the writers mm-hmm. I didn't know. Fun fact I learned about ER Troopers. There was actually somebody whose job it was specifically to go through the two different tokus and figure out how to match up episodes. Oh, to... God. There was someone whose job that was.
0: I'd <laughs> be like the biggest pain-in-the-butt job ever. <laughs> I think yeah, that person we went crazy. Oh, that VR Troopers
5: panel was so much fun. The Seamus yeah. is thus going to ask every question I ever, pal.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. He told me that if nobody else asked anything at the power reviews panel that he was going to be that guy at my panel. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately other people ask questions.
1: Moving back to the Toku ladies. What was your thoughts on the Power Force event? Actually, one of my favorite Memories was actually hanging out right before the Power Force breakfast, where we were with Dan's Toku Rants and Toku Nation, and we all were in that circle and we did the fist bump. Go Power Rangers!
5: Yay, Team Pink! <laughs> yes, with all of our little hats, our,
1: our pink hats, yes,
5: and trying to summon Hayam Saban <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes we were all in a circle and we're like wow we could just we could summon saban if we just had enough money to throw in the middle of the circle Uh, (laughs) yeah that was hilarious
5: the breakfast was probably one of my favorite parts of con i mean really the best thing about con is meeting other friends that i've made through fandoms i've been in fandoms of some sort for like 14 years now Mm -hmm. and the friends that you make are the best part of everything and it's not just like getting to see the actors and everything it's the actual people that you've got to know that's how Pocky and I met and we're really good friends now so getting to meet you guys after chatting with you via Twitter for two or three years at this point right that was fabulous and for breakfast it was eggs whatever <laughs> <laughs> Getting selfies and autographs from the cast was great, and getting to see the Make-A-Wish kids, and also those three teens who were being real-life heroes, that was delightful.
3: Which is a genius idea. I wish I'd thought of that in high school. I know, right? (laughs) But getting to
5: see everyone else, Mm -hmm. that was really one of the best parts, and the picture of all of us doing the little fist thing was the greatest.
1: Now we're going to move on to Brian. Speaking of the Power Force event, you were at my table, Brian, and no. <laughs> so what did you think of the whole power force breakfast thing?
0: Well, we were clearly the superior table <laughs> <laughs> hey.
1: with the silver ranger. <laughs> hey,
5: we were sitting with no pink spandex. So
1: yeah, that's the pretty good one. Uh Oh, we lost, we lost Jake. Oh,
5: Oh no.
1: <laughs> he knew this would happen when he was uploading.
0: <laughs> he predicted it. <laughs> The breakfast was great. I got to eat, and I like that. (laughs) That makes me happy. Uh, (laughs) And it just deemed everyone, because a lot of the people that Mm -hmm. either were in Power Force or entering Power Force are a lot of the people that I communicate on a daily basis on Twitter and stuff. So it was like a centralized meeting place for everyone that I talk to all the time. So. It was really cool. I wish I got to talk to a little bit more people, but a little bit of a rush thing because I had to get back after. But it was was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and I'm so glad that we got to catch up too because the last time (laughs) I saw you in person was Yomacon 2005. Which was nine years ago. I
0: didn't even really know who you were at the time.
1: Uh, yeah, and, and I really didn't know you guys. And it, I think that was insane for me because I'm like, it was. you know, Brian was this essentially this kid back then.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and now to see you as part of the Power Force, and <laughs> we need like a Power Force group hug or something. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, I, I agree with what you said. It was interesting to finally meet everyone who I talked to online.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now we're all part of this thing. It's pretty cool. So Brian, your podcast, you're actually doing a movie. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Basically, we, I had my camera with me. We just filmed Nonsense. We flew in on Wednesday. So we were there Wednesday and Thursday before the convention. And so we traveled around a bit. So I was filming that and like the car ride and bits and pieces of some panels here. there, there just to, to kind of document what at least I was doing. Mm-hmm. I had the camera, either uh, me or my girlfriend had the camera at the time. So it bounced around. That was basically it. We had a lot of plans to do <laughs> all these jokes and bits and it was going to be hysterical. And then you get there and it was just such it's, like a burnout.
1: It's that- nonstop.
0: That nothing we planned happened whatsoever. <laughs> so um, it turned into lots of jokes to more or less just a, a documentation of everything that we did over the course of six days. Yeah,
1: I actually saw that you guys went to the, the Jewish college where most famously is the command center.
0: Yeah, that was really fun. It's a really just a nice looking building. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. really unique and cool looking and to see it in person was really neat. And I know you're a fellow toy
1: collector and reviewer, so I have to ask, did you get any great toy hauls at Paramorphicon?
0: Outside of the key set, no. <laughs> I am
1: shocked, sir. <laughs>
0: everything, everything was either, like, expensive or wasn't what I was looking for or I couldn't find anything because the good booths were so crowded with people. <laughs> CS Toys. CS Toys. Yeah. I do a lot of work with them. So I was talking to Mr. S after and I'm like, you need to get a bigger place next time. (laughs) (laughs) And so hopefully we'll have a bigger place next time. But the only thing I actually walked away with that I am incredibly proud of was because of you. So (laughs) was the what? The SPD because because of you. Oh,
1: yes, yes. And I have to thank Seamus, because when we were at that circle before the Power Force breakfast, he's like, oh, yeah, I got this SPDR book, and Greg Aronowitz only has five. I was like, what? <laughs> and he had it with him, and he showed me. And he was just, like, flipping through. I'm like, holy crap. I need this immediately after we're done with the breakfast. <laughs> and that I beelined it after the breakfast. I just beelined it for the hall and went straight to Greg's table. And I had actually, I was there before and I had purchased the Drew Struzan poster from him. Mm-hmm. And I came right up to the table and he had that like smirk on his face. He's like, like you're back from more, right? <laughs> and I said, I heard there's an art book. <laughs> and he said, yep, I only made five of these. And he said, "Well, it cost me 100 bucks to print, I'm selling them for 150. I already had the cash like out of my wallet. I was like, <laughs> oh god. Here you go." <laughs> and then I knew you were a big fan, uh Brian. So, I was on Twitter. I was like, "You must get this."
0: <laughs> yeah, like I was I was sitting in the Savant panel at the time right before it started. <laughs> I'm just flipping through Twitter because I was like what I did the entire weekend. And <laughs> So I I see that tweet. I'm like, no. (laughs) And so I'm like, I I need this. (laughs) I waved my phone in front of my girlfriend's face. I'm like, I need this. (laughs) And after the Savant Pal, I was gone. I I left them behind at some point. We got lost. And and I just kept going and went straight for the table. And I'm like, art book. (laughs) (laughs) And I got that like instantly. That's uh, so that,
5: awesome. that was my big purchase and I love it to death. That was yeah, so but... shiny. I wanted one so badly, but between all the cash I spent and all the money I put on my credit card, that was not happening.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah,
5: that was an expensive convention.
2: Yeah. yeah it was. My money was towards <laughs> getting there and then I was there. And, and,
1: and, and I, then, I, then getting I, back. I, I, I
2: Apparently they want you to pay for flying both ways. I don't know why. What's I'm that nonsense?
5: <laughs> I like anyway, I bought two zords because huh? I got a tiger zord and a jungle fury megazord for my girlfriend. And I got a bunch of Gokaiger keys. And I bought the belt buckle for Gokaiger. And I bought other stuff and I don't Oh, right. I bought the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive because reasons. <laughs>
1: The Mighty Morphin Armored? Yes. Black? Yes.
5: It was cheaper than it was going for on eBay. Oh, yeah. That
1: was one of the things I got. Well, speaking of hauls, then, anyone else get some cool stuff?
3: Pocky. Uh, What cool thing did I get? Morpher. Which one? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, you guys don't understand. I have so many morphers right now, it is ridiculous. (laughs) Tokuger. Yes, I I did get the Tokuger transformation device, and that is a shiny, shiny toy. Mo-by-rits. It's a lot of fun. And you got Mobirits, right? I did. Yes. Why do I know what you got better than you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That con just destroyed my brain cells. I was just like, okay, go to the next thing, get the thing, get the autograph, keep <laughs> the panel, uh, follow you around to all of the places that I probably wouldn't have gone to otherwise because you're a special VIP person and I am not. I think the whole
1: con can be summed up like that. Like go to the thing, get the autograph thing, toy, run around friends, try to talk to people. James, how about you? Did you get anything pretty sweet?
4: Probably the coolest thing I got was the screen use light speed rescue badge.
1: Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. That's awesome.
5: Okay, you win.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you have won. Oh, well, I was going to move on to. But he dropped out again. This is why we don't upload to YouTube when we're podcasting.
5: <laughs> Except for the live one, which. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was that was a crazy night. That's that an, an
3: experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: move on to you, James. So, James, you did, I thought, was one of the coolest civilian cosplays at the convention. Can you tell us a little bit about your Carter cosplay? Because you did the awesome, like, Lightspeed Rescue Jacket. I thought that was pretty cool. And what did the cast also think of it?
4: My mom made the entire thing from scratch. Wow. Their- wow. Their- red jacket and then put all of the black fabric and gray modified the entire thing then for the back we had to take it to an embroidery shop to get the lightsuit rescue and the specific font on the back
0: yeah
1: it turned out amazing your mom did a really good job what did the cast think of it when you finally got to meet them
4: Ron Roger, Sean Johnson, Rhett Fisher, and Keith Robinson, like all, commented on how awesome it looked. Sean, especially, said he couldn't tell any difference between the screen-used one and mine, which was really awesome for him to say that. During the panel, right before I asked my question to Rhett, they like, commented on how awesome it was. And I received many other good comments on it throughout the whole convention from other con goers.
1: And I know Lightspeed Rescue is one of your favorite seasons. So what kind of interactions did you have with the cast when you met them?
4: Sean was probably the most cool guy to meet because he's like, so nice and just really cool guy. But Rhett was also really cool because right after the Lightspeed Rescue panel, I had an extra Titanium Warfare I gave to him. <laughs> Completely awestruck that it was for him. He could not believe it. Kept saying it wasn't for him. He actually could not believe it.
1: That is adorable. <laughs> That's pretty awesome.
4: He was kind enough to take a photo with me. Mm-hmm. And then later he gave me a free print autograph and he wrote thanks for the Morpher on the prints of him.
1: That's pretty sweet. I'm surprised he didn't have one <laughs> originally, but it is a pretty hard Morpher to find.
4: Yeah, the Lightspeed
3: ones are really hard to find. They are. I'm still on a quest for that one.
1: <sighs> yeah, me too. They're so expensive. They're so they're so expensive on eBay. Did you also meet Keith Robinson?
4: Oh, yep. He was really kind of a cool laid-back kind of guy. Just kind of wish he had his jacket on when I got my photo with him so we're matching, but didn't get there at the right time.
1: Oh, speaking of cosplay, (laughs) Pocky, you did, I thought, was an amazing Delphine costume. Can you tell us about that?
3: I have never done really serious cosplay until this convention. Uh, This was the first costume I had ever done that was not just cobbled together from stuff out of closets and thrift stores. It was really difficult. I made four separate attempts at constructing the head before I finally got it to work and the effort just paid off it was an incredible experience getting to wear that thing at the convention and taking photos with people and actually uh, going to Raja's booth and and getting a lot of photos with her and with Alan Palmer in the costume and they were just they were thrilled to see it you don't see a lot of attention from no. the Equation Rangers and they were just floored that I had done this and it was a great experience Alan Palmer thought she was Raja for a second it was amazing. <laughs>
1: That's so cool.
3: He did a double take. He was like, where did you get your costume and what are you doing in it? Oh, wait, that's (laughs) a fan.
1: (laughs) I wanted to bring my silver guardian costume, but I think it was just there was too much to bring. I knew I was going to be all kinds of crazy busy on Saturday. And then I only saw Dan Southworth during the gold and platinum breakfast. He was actually at my table. Other than that, I completely missed him on Saturday. So I didn't get to get his autograph or anything like that. So I'm actually glad that I did not cosplay this round, especially with juggling autographs and all of that stuff. Going back to James, I think you were the only one here that actually had family at the convention. What did they think of all of the craziness at Power War for
4: They're kind of really indifferent about it, since they've both seen prangers with me and enjoyed seeing a few of the cast members, but they're really big enough fans to get the full experience of it, but they still thought it was a really cool thing to go to.
5: Our room party didn't traumatize your mom, did it? don't oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> Because she got stuck reading the questions for uh, Power Rangers Trivial Pursuit.
3: (laughs) She was kind of serving as moderator while the rest of us got angry over how bad some of the questions are.
1: Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Next, well, welcome back, Jake. It was the upload, wasn't it? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And the mic... (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh,
0: no. This is one for the blue Reel.
1: <laughs> database Ranger. Hello. Hello. The database
0: is broken.
1: <laughs> the the Morning Grid is completely off whack now.
0: We
3: have to I'll go get Alpha aye, aye, aye.
1: <laughs> I thought it was so cool that the Alpha costume was toward the entrance. I took a really good Alpha selfie. <laughs>
5: You know, the best experience I had part of Morphicon 3 was when Jason Font photobombed us. I was very disappointed. <laughs> I did not get a repeat of that this year. We had a giant group, and suddenly, like, this random person is, like, <laughs> hugging us. And I'm like, wait, what? You're Jason Font.
1: <laughs> Holy crap.
5: Yeah, he uh, said he remembered that one. And he's like, I thought you were going to kick me out of your photo. And then he realized who I was. And we're like, yeah, it was weird. You just photobombed us. <laughs>
1: Brian, did you have any cool interactions with the cast, anything surprising?
0: Nothing too crazy, but I mean everyone everyone that I met was was super nice. I didn't have a bad experience with anyone. My favorite person to meet was probably David De La just because RJ is my favorite character ever. And, nice. and so meeting him was one of those kind of surreal things, because when it's a character that you like so much and an actor that you like, it's really mm-hmm. one of those like, starstruck things. you're like, oh, what do I do? What do I say? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a great experience meeting a lot of them. Ari was really cool, too. I enjoyed meeting a lot of the Disney-era guys, because sometimes, I mean, in PMC 3, there wasn't a whole lot of them. Right, and so to to have a a pretty good handful at PMC four, I think was really cool. So it was a pleasure meeting those guys. Jake, are you back? Hello. <laughs> there was like two of him at one point. <laughs> and then, oh no! You weren't kidding about the morphing green. Jeez. <laughs> Hello. The green
5: candle must be draining his
0: power. <laughs> too much database My energy.
1: God. This, there's too much nerd energy on the morphing grid with this episode. Uh, too
3: much nerd energy can be dangerous. <laughs> it,
1: it can be.
5: Brian, you were saying with the Disney Hour guys, oh my God, they were so nice, and there was almost nobody at their booths, at least like I Jorge. And I was
1: like, oh, yeah.
5: I made a mad dash. He was the first one that I got an autograph from, and I was just like, hooray! And he was like, wait, you actually care that I'm here? <laughs>
1: Can I just say, he was one of the most nicest actors that I met there. When I went, there was no one around. I think he was in a crappy location. He was. There wasn't a lot of traffic in that area because it got sucked into the vortex that was Austin St. John's line. Mm -hmm. And So, I mean, I felt bad for him. I was like, oh, my God, he's right there, and I can talk to him. I think I spent a good 10 to 15 minutes just talking with him. He was just super nice and just a great guy. I encourage anyone, even if you see an actor that you might not, they might not be your favorite, but they're just kind of all alone out there. Even if you don't get an autograph or a picture or whatever, just hang out with them a bit. Cause how often can you say you get to hang out with a Power Ranger actor? Not yeah. much.
3: I can definitely attest to that as well. And once again, this is a story about Torre. I never liked Ninja Storm. I know that's an unpopular opinion, Mm -hmm. but I I went and I got an autograph from him and he is just the nicest guy. And the story of everything that he went through with his accident before he started on Power Rangers and the resilience that he has is incredible. I went back after the convention and rewatched the entire season and he won me over.
1: Yeah, it's amazing how much your perspective on a show can change when you finally meet these people. You realize that the job that they did on Power Rangers, it was their acting job. But to see and to meet the real person behind that, I think you can get a deeper appreciation for all of the shows and all of the seasons. And I definitely got a new appreciation, especially after meeting some of these actors, when I met Allison Kipperman, she was just so incredibly nice. And even though Wild Force isn't my favorite season, she was just so nice. I was like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to get that script from you. And I'll take a picture and a couple autographs. And besides that, it's just so cool to meet them and meet anyone. And they're so down to earth and they're so appreciative of the fans, especially the ones that were, this is their first power Morphicon to find out that they had no idea that these conventions existed and that people were still thinking about them. How many ever years after their shows ended.
5: Alison Kipperman was one of the ones that I completely lost it and went pure fangirl on <laughs> her, Kim Crossman and Alicia Sid. what's her last name? Her Alicia pro. Yeah, those are the three that I completely lost it and went pure fangirl on.
3: Allison is fantastic. I had a great conversation with her. I bought a script from her. She is amazing. She helped me
5: try to find... I lost my knitted ranger temporarily. Somebody luckily found it. They were apparently playing with it at a panel. Um, <laughs> but like, she was really sweet because I had been at her booth right before I noticed it was missing. And she was so sweet to me. And she was the nicest. And luckily I did find my knitted ranger because it was at the panel I'd been looking for it at, (laughs) except apparently the dudes on stage were playing with it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what was great about Allison was, because there was someone in front of me when... You know, I was at her table and that was actually her mom that was handling the money and talking up the script. And she was like, oh, Allison kept all of her scripts and none of the other cast members did that. And we've got them all here. And her mom was just really funny and really nice, too. So that was pretty cool, too, to meet her. Hey, Jake,
2: are you back? Hey, I'm back. Yes. Hey! The grid has been repaired. <laughs>
3: Thank you, Alpha 5.
2: It was so weird because, yes, I've been uploading an episode, but, <laughs> but it wasn't oh. affecting anything for like a long time, so I figured it was fine. And then it dropped. I'm like, oh, do I cancel it or not? Because it was already been running for like 40 minutes. I'm like, do I want to have to restart this upload? I'm sure it'll come back in like a minute.
1: At one point, there was two of you in the Google Hangout. That
2: is fascinating.
1: There was double Database Ranger. Now I'm going to go switch to your focus. What were your thoughts on the Power Force event breakfast
2: thing? Food was pretty good. Uh, it was nice. We got the nice little hoodie bags, and it was nice hanging out with the Megaforce slash Super Force crew. They were very pleasant. Marissa got a little jealous of Sierra Hanna getting a little flirty. <laughs> <laughs> it was all in good it was nice listening to the little Ellie Deckel speech. It was very nice to hear about the those high school kids who have been helping out their communities. And it was also fun to get to hear the president of Saban Brands uh, mispronounce my last name.
1: <laughs> yes! <laughs> I've got that video, and I'm sure everyone else...
2: I got to live the dream of being able to correct the president of Saban Brands on something.
1: I think that's yes, not too many people can say that, so good job. <laughs> And you also had, uh, because they didn't have the trivia event this year, can you tell us a little bit about the trivia event dinner that you held? Yes,
2: I was originally on the schedule to host a trivia contest like I do every year. Mm -hmm. However, since there were over 100 guests... Something had to be cut from the schedule. Ironically, then a spot opened yeah. back up and I was able to have my live panel instead. So that was random. But I decided I didn't want to have this part of the con be cut out because, you know, we'd done it for the last three years. I'd run it for the last two years. People had come to expect and enjoy yeah. it. So I thought it would be nice for us to all meet up for dinner. Decided to go over to the P.F. Chang's because uh, I knew it was nearby. I had met up with Bulk Skull there for drinks at the previous con. We all headed down there around 9 o'clock. I tried my best to maintain some <laughs> semblance of rules and order. I personally did not eat until after everyone else had left, which was around like 11 or so. So my food was
1: just, Oh my gosh.
2: My food had, had gotten fairly cold, and if I recall correctly, they were nice enough to heat it up for me. I don't know, my brain was just gone by that point. The way that I ran things was the idea was that I would go down the line around the tables, because we had two lines of tables... And there would be qualifying question. And if you got a qualifying question, then you'd be asked another question. And if you got two questions right in a row, then that got you into the next round.
1: Pretty cool.
2: And then I had to change those rules because no one was getting into the next round. <laughs> like people, so. oh, hello? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, ugh.
3: Oh, not again.
2: One of the things, because I, I know my questions are just ridiculously difficult. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, it-
1: oh man you're, <laughs> you're cutting out pretty badly Jake I'm sorry yeah it's fine it was just like and then we did the trivia so, <laughs> 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 so you had to adjust the questions
2: no well here's the thing Hello? Oh, I really, every time that I say that, every time that I say that, people are like, no, don't! <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man, it's cutting in and out. <laughs> oh, is he
2: doing it again?
1: <laughs> yes, it is, but in the most hilarious way possible. Because <laughs> you like, say like a full like a sentence and halfway through it's just like silence.
2: Oh, oh it's this. It's
3: like a dramatic pause.
2: <laughs> And it's so. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe that this sucker. Up <laughs> exactly. and I...
1: But it's like it was like, and then I had to create this question dramatic, part, like a long. Conference.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I went censoring myself and blanking myself out right there. <laughs> so I don't know how much of it went well. It went well. People had fun. Even though the questions were very difficult and I didn't eat until everyone was gone, and I ran out of questions. Oh no. Hello.
1: (laughs) And I ran out of questions. Dramatic boss.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I also ran out of air.
1: I'm currently in space now. J- Jake. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I may have to wrap this up. So I'm going to ask our Ranger Nation answers question. What was your favorite Power Morphicon 2014 memory? The single memory. And I'll just kind of go down the line, Brian.
0: I'm gonna cop out a little bit here. Just meeting everyone, like I know it's not one singular moment, but right. just, uh, the overall experience of meeting so many people that watch my videos, and so many people I talk to on Twitter, and getting stopped in the halls and everything—it's it, just—it's a very kind of overwhelming joy of an experience that, um, and it, it's—it's kind of what keeps me coming back every year. Um, it, it's
4: just it's a great feeling and uh, it's great seeing everyone. Uh, James, how about you? Let's see, my favorite moment is probably meeting Sean Johnson and getting a photo together with him in both our jackets. Just, it was really cool to meet him since he's one of my favorite Rangers from my favorite season.
1: That's pretty awesome. Jake, are you there?
4: I don't know, am I? <laughs> yes,
2: now you are. My uh, sense cut... <laughs> of identity is rocked. I don't even know if I exist anymore. <laughs>
1: We're asking, uh, what was your favorite single memory from Power Morphicon this year?
2: I had some good ones. One very little tiny moment that was really nice, I did get a chance to talk to Judlin for a bit. Oh, cool. And then when I passed him again, he waved and said, oh, hi, Jacob. And so I had that little moment of, you remembered my name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Senpai noticed me.
2: (laughs) That was fun. It was also fun just doing all the stuff with power reviews. I know I got cut out a lot there, but we got yeah, to you, do.
1: You filmed a lot at the convention, right?
2: Yes, because the live panel is going to be part of an actual episode later. Oh, great. So I will be releasing it as part of the Summer Saga. It'll be episode 67. At the moment, episode 64 is going online.
1: Is- yes, we know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you got to check it out when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of filming of scenes surrounding the live panel that were a lot of fun. We got some special guests in there. That'll be good times. And yeah, just uh, talking to the writers and being able to help out around the con. I'm going to actually be helping out even more uh, next time around on a bit more of the planning and scheduling things. Hopefully people will have a slightly better idea of where and when the panels are and things like that, which I know is, is often a problem.
5: Is there any chance that you can make it so that all the panels start at the same time so you don't have to leave a panel halfway through so you can go to another panel?
2: I will see what I can do. I I know my my powers will be limited because there are a lot of forces at play when it comes to scheduling, especially, you know, with Bandai and Saban being involved and various people's managers. That does dictate the scheduling. I will definitely take that as a note. But yeah, Chris Venero has claimed that he is... Actually retiring from Power this time around to focus more on his family.
0: All right.
1: Look forward to seeing what PMC5 brings to us. Uh, Batgirl, favorite moment?
5: Opening my hotel room door to see shirtless Hector David (laughs) Jr. on his knees, demanding pizza with Najee holding a spin sword to him.
2: (laughs) Good choice.
1: That's that's a good one. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Pocky?
3: Oh, well, she stole mine.
1: All right, <laughs> oh, second favorite moment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> to finish,
5: like, the, my other one's actually the really sappy answer of getting to meet all the people, but opening the yeah. hotel room door to see shirtless actor David Jr., which, by the way, he remembered at Dragon Con and started demanding pizza again.
3: <laughs> nice. Nice. So she bought pizza for them in exchange for autographs. I got six what? autographs for the price of a
5: pizza. Considering that they were charging twenty dollars an autograph and pizza yeah. cost me twenty bucks, and I That's, got six autographs, that
2: was a good deal. I a good made deal. out well. <laughs> oh yeah.
3: Yeah, I think that that was probably the moment that summed up the entire convention <laughs> experience. Um, but Brad Hawkins' after party was also really great. Just the yeah, insanity that went on at the charity auction <laughs> the donate to fund. And hanging out with Christopher, Kim, and Lee and talking about comic books afterwards, that, that was a great experience.
2: He he was having a good time. He, he was, was. Yeah. he was having a good time.
3: I was trying to be tactful, but yes, yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was.
2: I and think I was tactful in saying that. <laughs> he was having a good time. He
5: Are was still having there's... a good
3: time at three in the morning, <laughs> later on the way back to the hotel room. Man, if kissing all the fans is wrong, then I don't want him to be right.
1: (laughs) I didn't get a kiss from Andros.
2: (laughs) I got got a hug. I got a hug and a handshake.
1: We're going to move on to a couple of entries that we received from Ranger Nation. First, Karen S. She actually helps with Aaron Cahill and Jason Font at conventions. And she said, from working behind the booth, it was great to see all the fans come up and share how the show impacted their lives. All the antidotes, all the bashfulness when they got hugs. We had a person who named their daughter after Aaron's character, Jen. There were two fans who changed their flight time out of Los Angeles just so they could stay in Aaron's line and get an autograph. There were ranger tattoos, cosplayers people who literally survived because of Power Rangers. Pretty heart-tugging, amazing things. That all said, Jason Font and Aaron Cahill scheming with Brandon Anderson and Mandy Park's proposal at the Time Force panel is pretty damn memorable. To meet you too, Eric. Keep up the great work. It was great meeting Karen, and she's pretty cool. And then we also have an audio clip from R.J. Sills, also known as Uchi, and we're going to play that right now. Hey, y'all over at Ranger Command, this is your good buddy, Uchi, saying my favorite part of Power Morphicon 2014 had to be seeing everybody have the time of their lives. The Don Charge cast reveal was fun, but it was even better to watch the Ranger Command After Dark livestream. Everything I saw on Twitter and YouTube that weekend made me want to be there even more in 2016. So until then, or if I see y'all in person before then, just remember, yeah.
4: All
1: right. I want to thank all of you for joining us for our episode today. Thank you for coming on. And I'm just going to go down the list. Where can they find you guys? So, Brian, on the
0: interwebs, where can
1: people find you?
0: Oh, boy. Um, Obviously, (laughs) YouTube. Where can they? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically, I'm all over the place. I'm even in places I don't even want to be. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Twitter at ShukenShnobi, YouTube ShukenShnobi. Facebook, Shukun Shinobi. Um,
1: everywhere, Shukun Shinobi. <laughs> gotcha. Jake, where can they find you?
2: Well, I'm Database Ranger on everything. If you search for us on YouTube, you will find Database Rangers Power Reviews. As I've stated before, we're releasing our 64th episode this Congrats. evening, evening of this recording, starting up our year two summer saga. We do also have pages on Facebook and Tumblr, and you can follow me on Twitter at Database Ranger. Basically, if you search for Database Ranger, <laughs> that's probably me. We even have a TV Tropes page now, which is kind of cool. Nice. Somebody did that for us, and, and that's kind of a nice thing. Like us, follow us. We're almost at 500 likes now on Facebook.
1: Oh, Just wow. Congrats.
2: Come check us out. It's good times. If you guys haven't <laughs> watched Power Reviews yet, you should. It's it- an easy show.
1: It is really crazy. It's pretty cool. I like it. I enjoy it. <laughs> That's a plug. <laughs> uh, James, where can people find you on the internets?
4: You can find me at PR underscore media underscore info on Twitter. And you can also find me on YouTube under PR Media Info. Also you can find me on Power Rangers Media info. Blogspot.com.
1: Awesome. Batgirl, where can people find you?
5: I'm the second Batgirl on Twitter. I'm the second Bat Girl on Tumblr. I'm the second Bat Girl on pretty much everything, <laughs> and of course, you can find me at Tokyo Ladies Podcast, which on Twitter is TokuLadies underscore Pod and com.
1: Awesome! Looking forward to more new episodes from you. And then Pocky, where can people find you?
3: In addition to being able to find me on the Tokyo Ladies Podcast stuff, I am Pocky Squirrel on Twitter and on Tumblr pretty much anywhere else if you if you look for Pocky Squirrel it's probably me uh I would also encourage you to check out the Toku Cats Tumblr because it's stupid and ridiculous and my I God. Love it so very very much I
1: I love that George and everyone has launched this Toku Cats thing because I think it happened one night where I was just kind of off social media and it my was go-
5: Pocky's idea yeah
1: oh, okay and my girlfriend brought it up and she's like, "Well, you saw the Toku cats thing." I was like, "What are you even talking about?" <laughs> and I caught up on everything. I was like, "Oh my, I wish I had a cat so I could participate."
3: I can tell you precisely how this happened. I had just gotten back from the convention. I was fresh off of the airplane, adjusting to time zones. All of a sudden, there were people on Twitter with pictures of their cats. George and I started (laughs) just indulging each other's silliness, and it became a thing.
1: (laughs) And it's probably the greatest thing ever. I, I mean, cats with morphers, you can't. You can't beat that.
3: Cats with morphers. Cats with morphers is sadly done as of today. I am taking suggestions for other themes.
1: Okay. Cats with toku
0: masks. (laughs) (laughs) Helmets. Cats
3: Cats with (laughs) helmets. Oh, that's... Cats versus Megazords. Cats versus Megazords.
2: There we go. That one I can do. (laughs) Actually, yeah, I could do that. i got two cats. I've got plenty of Megazords. I don't oh, think it's... This will go well for anyone.
5: though. wonder do you get a girlfriend's cat to cooperate.
1: Hmm. Well, thank you all for joining me on this new episode. Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. Have questions, email us at rangercommandpowerhour at com, or check us out. At RangerCommand.com. Thank you to all of you guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Farewell, Ranger
4: Band. Oh my God!
1: You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.RangerCommand. Com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This has been another great presentation of the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch more shows at Four-eyed foureyedradio.com.